Please listen carefully. Psych Essentials is a show about learning psychiatry. It's fun and educational, but should not be taken as medical advice or opinion. So kick back and try not to worry about those glaring ego deficits. We like you anyway. Hey, James. How's it going? It's pretty good. What about yourself? Uh, you know, it's going pretty well. You no, know, I noticed that your voice sounds a little bit different this week. You know what, Lindsay? I've got a cold. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, you know, I, I, think, I, I think it's a cold because uh, I work in a hospital and everyone around me is sick and I'm pretty congested right mm. now and I can't taste anything. That does sound like a cold. So what did you do? Uh, well, I kept going into work. James. It sounds like you have good insight, but pretty bad judgment. Uh, it's true. But <laughs> I did take off uh, over the weekend and really relaxed and tried to minimize my exposure to other so people. So maybe better judgment. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's perfect because today we're talking about insight and judgment, the last two parts of the mental status exam. Mm-hmm. I was reviewing insight and judgment, and I saw a funny comment that these two parts are not a, quote, sexy part of the mental status wow. exam. Which part is the sexy part? Ooh, well, I think that's up to the, uh, the in- your individual discretion. But I think that insight and judgment are kind of interesting, and I think that they tell you a lot about a person. So let's break it down. Let's talk about insight first. Insight is your ability to introspect or to think internally and show some understanding about yourself and your illness, what's going on. You'll often see that we rate insight on a, on a kind of categorical scale with terms like limited, fair, good, I guess you could use improving. There are official scales that have been studied for specific disorders, and we can leave a link to this on our website psychessentials.org. Check it out. But more practically speaking, we really assess this just by talking to a person and getting a kind of a gestalt feeling about their ability to reality test. So how would a new learner kind of get a sense of how to differentiate between those things? That's a great question. When I think about insight, I think about can somebody link the cause with an effect? Can they reflect on the past things that have happened to them, their past actions, their past events, and think about why did this happen? What's going on? For instance, you might ask somebody, why did you come to the hospital Hmm. and get their sense? Do they say, I came because my stomach hurts and I just couldn't stand it anymore and I was throwing up? Or did they say, I came to the hospital because the sky is blue? And that just doesn't, it doesn't show That's any... That's pretty bad insight. It's poor insight. Yeah. I think more specifically, you can ask someone, why do you think you're sick? What's going on? Or, or even do they think they're sick? Do they think they're sick? Yeah. Um, or you might ask somebody, what is this medicine doing for you? How does it help you? It shows somebody's ability to link a cause, what's happening with the effect of something else. And it shows how much they're thinking or... or Not how much they're thinking, but how they're thinking Mm -hmm. about what's happening in the world around them. There are gradations of this, like we're talking about, and it varies from the least amount of insight, which would be total denial that you have any illness. So that would be like someone with maybe schizophrenia who just didn't believe that they had any mental illness. Yeah. If you say, what's going on, they might say, I have no illness. I'm being trapped here against my will. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And then it goes up from there. You might notice that somebody could have an awareness like, well, I'm sick, but I don't think I need any help about it or I don't need any medications to help with it. Or it could be somebody who has some awareness but blames all of their problems on a third party. This is all my dad's fault. Could be, but it's still a problem that you're kind of coping with. Yeah, and I do feel like insight and the gradations can be kind of blurry. Like I saw one patient recently who had a psychotic illness Mm -hmm. um, and and didn't have great insight into the fact that some of his... um, perceptions were not fully reality based but at the same time he did he was able to recognize that medications were helpful to him to calm his anxiety Um, so he had some insight there but not full insight into what exactly was going on with him so it can be somewhat murky unfortunately at times I think a good exercise is to think about a person, take a stab at it, and talk about it with other folks on your team who have seen lots of people and, and get a sense. What do they think this person's insight is? And it may, it may help you calibrate your own personal scale. It's schizophrenia is an example in psychiatry specifically where we see a lot of people who have varying amounts of insight into their illness. There are tons of reasons why somebody might have poor insight, and we'll talk about that going forward in the future as we talk about other illnesses. So next we have judgment. Next is it's judgment day. Judgment day. Um, look, if, if insight is kind of looking in, then judgment is looking outward. It's your ability to make decisions, to link actions with the consequences that'll happen. We use the same type of gradated scale, limited, poor, fair, good. Formally, if you were to formally test this, you would give somebody a scenario and then ask them to make a decision. For instance, a really common one is, what would you do if you found a stamped letter on the ground? If it was near a mailbox, I would slip it in the mailbox. That is good judgment, Lindsay. Uh, what is what would somebody who doesn't have good judgment what what might they say? They might throw it out. Yeah, or they might say. Or they might open it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things that you know are more decisions. Another example. What would you do if you were in a movie theater and you smelled smoke? I'd probably go out to the management and let them know that something was amiss in the theater. What I would not do is stand up and scream fire because that could cause mass panic. Sure. Or you might not light something else on fire. True. I would not do that. So there's gradations to judgment. Um, at the same time, we don't ask every single person these questions. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I hardly ever do formal testing. Sometimes with demented patients, I might mm-hmm. do it just to get a sense of how their executive functioning is, but... It's more informal. Yeah, and so informally, I think you can look at what decisions somebody makes. Are they doing behaviors that are behoove them? Are they are they making oh I'd say it was good decisions for themselves? Again, with regards to coming into the hospital, seeking medical care. Right. Those are generally good. That's good judgment. Those are good life decisions if you're sick to seek care. Yeah, absolutely. Alternately, if you're not sick, you don't need to seek care. Right. So it kind of goes both ways. Now, sometimes we disagree with people's decisions. We come into this 
conundrum. Does someone have good judgment even if they're disagreeing with our decisions? And I would argue that they can. Hmm. Let me give you some examples. Um, Say somebody wanted to leave against medical advice, which is by definition against our decision. Um, And let's consider what... Let's consider these two situations. In the first, I'm thinking about a woman who is dying with cancer with a very limited amount of time left, and her team is proposing an extreme form of radiation therapy, but the amount of time that it would send her life is fairly small, and she said, you know, I'm done. I'm ready to leave, and and I want to spend time with my family. I think that's pretty reasonable, reasonable judgment. I think so too. And if we think that her goal is to spend time with her family and to maximize her quality of life, then that decision could demonstrate good judgment. On the other hand, if there was a gentleman who had been hospitalized with endocarditis and he was demanding to leave because he wanted to go use more injection drugs. Maybe not so good. (laughs) Not great judgment. I think it shows that it's not furthering his overall goal of health. And so when I think about judgment, I think of is somebody's behavior in line with their goals, with their stated objectives? And if they are, then they might be good judgment. And then I also think of are they making generally good life decisions? As a as a blanket, I think that's a great way to think about judgment. Absolutely. So that was a quick episode. It covered insight and judgment, which are the last two parts of the mental status exam. And this concludes our mental status exam series. Absolutely. It's been five episodes of fun, and we hope you've enjoyed listening to them. We've certainly enjoyed talking about them. We have a great new series coming up. Definitely subscribe to Mm -hmm. the podcast and check out what's coming next. You can always check out our website, leave a review, tell us more about what you'd like to hear in the future. Our website is psychessentials.org. Psychessentials.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. We're at psychessentials. Yes. We're on iTunes. You can rate, comment, and share Psych Essentials with other people who you think might like it. Our music is by Javier Suarez off the album Tumbling Dishes. There's a link on our website. Also, check out our website, which features pretty stunning photography. That it does. Side plug. People, places, details, things we've talked about are always changed to protect confidentiality. Thanks so much for listening. We will catch you next time. Till next time. Bye.